Soccer Nation, your authoritative source for NCAA Division I collegiate soccer, hosted by Oklahoma Sooners head coach Matt Mott, Rice Owls head coach Brian Lee, and the Duke Blue Devils head coach Robbie Church. They've got the insights, strategies, and insider stories you won't hear anywhere else. From recruiting to national championships, the coaches have it covered. So lace up and let's hit the pitch with Coach Mott, Coach Lee, and Coach Church. College Soccer Nation, it is NCAA tournament time. It's actually conference tournament time. We're finishing those up. A lot of finals coming at you, semifinals and finals next few days. But the tournament is rounding into form. The um, committee, I know it will be showing up tomorrow and getting ready to go. Uh, I am here with an esteemed panel of experts on the NCAA tournament. Collectively, probably over 100 NCAA tournament bids, I would bet. It's got to be close. But I am here with the one and only Brian Lee from the Rice Owls. Robbie Church from the Duke Blue Devils, and Chris Petroselli, the one that's got the national championship in his pocket. Um, so, fellas, I'll start with you, Chris. How are we doing? Doing good, Matt, but 100? Wow. <laughs> I was I gotta be, there's four of us. We got to be, I mean, 20 each is 80. Yeah, that's not 100. <laughs> well, how many, you had to be close to 25. Okay. Right? Churchy, you got to be know. close I don't to know 30. my number, to be honest with you, but... I don't, I mean, I don't know I mean, my number. 100 seems like a lot. That's a lot. That's Maybe cool. you should have just said a lot, Matt. <laughs> you guys are just mad because I called you old. That's all. That's all. <laughs> uh, anyway, but a lot. A lot of NCAA tournaments. A lot of, uh, lot of NCAA tournament victories. We got Final Fours. We got Sweet Sixteens. We got everything. All right. So... <laughs> That's the topic of the day for sure, and, and we'll get into that. But I want to start with um, two things. The first one is, you know, it's never a fun time this time of year when, um, you know, friends of ours are getting let go and, and, move, and programs are moving on from them. And sometimes this profession is very, very cruel. I mean, I feel like I continue to send that text message out to some of our friends that that, um, you know, get let go. But there's already six, Chris Henderson just sent this to me, 16 jobs open right now. It's not, it's November 2nd. I mean, that might be a record on how many, um, how many jobs are open. So, you know, for us, we have a lot of fun on this, on this, on this, on this, um, on this podcast, but there is a reality of, you know, people and, and uh, families and all that stuff. It's, it's sometimes not the greatest time of year um, from that standpoint. So anyway, anybody want to comment on that? Yeah, I'll jump in. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it started earlier than I've ever remembered it. And I know when the first one kind of opened up, you knew South Florida, you knew Denise, you know, was was gonna was gone. That was the first one. But right at you know, right what was it, third week, second week of October? I mean, even before the season ended, um, people were starting to lose their jobs and. You know, you just you just hope it's if, if this has to happen in different places, it's hoping hoping there's a little bit of class that's done with that, and hoping it's done the you know the right way, and and you also hope that they they take care of that that person and put X amount of years in their program and them and their family that they're compensated for for that too. So it is it is a tough it is a tough time, and you know we our thoughts are with them, and and we and I'm sure they will hopefully all bounce back and find something else to move to. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, the, 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 you know, you hope that you're right, church is a good point. He's, you know, all of us are, or any of us that happens, we put in, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of trying to do the best job we can. And you hope that they recognize that as the, as they move the program on. So Brian, you well, have any comments? I do have a comment. The, uh, to all the coaches listening, get agents, <laughs> even if you're at a small school that you have to have protection You've got to have a well-written contract when you have a good season. It's got to turn into a five or six year contract these days. So you have financial protection um, because college athletics becoming a really ruthless world right now. And, you know, to, to me, most of these jobs that are, are open, those aren't like roll in and OK, you know, I just got the Southern Cal job or the Duke job and kids are going to be flooding my way. And I'm at one of the best schools in the country for this. You know, Purdue's a hard job. It's an engineering school, and we coach women's athletics. And two years ago, were they in the NCAA's top 20, or was it three? Um, you know, Griffin, Kansas, whenever she was there, yeah. Kansas, they might have one of the nicest stadiums in the country, but you're still recruiting to Kansas. That, that's pretty tough. You know, much less the Stetsons, Jacksonville's, you know, smaller schools without much history. Yeah. yeah, and and really, with with the portal these days, to try and get good quickly is hard, right? To try and do it the old way with with recruits, and now they got to bring them in, and they got to make them better, and and yeah, it's it's tough. Chris, any comments? Yeah, I always find it um, a little disturbing that many of the people that make these decisions they just don't really know our sport. And so, like, you know, if you, if you get fired by somebody who really knows what they're talking about, you go, huh, yeah, they know what they're talking about. I get it, you know. But if you just think about, you know, the administrators that are out there, there are very few of them that have any background in our sport. And our sport is so foreign to them. You know, football's easy for them and basketball's easy, baseball's easy for them, and even tennis and golf and, you know, gymnastics and all of these I, I think are relatively easy for people to figure out is someone doing a good job you know or not looking at more than just the the win-loss record right and 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 you know if you're doing things based just on that okay but um our sport is so foreign to a lot of these people and and you know I think they're tough calls to make uh, I, I think they're difficult calls to make and I think it's um it's it's probably difficult for people that are being let go when they're looking at someone going yeah but then know what you know let me know my sport like you know when they're saying to me things like well how come your team doesn't play this way you know or how come your team doesn't do this or or do that when they really have have no idea so I think that is hard to take for for coaches around the country um, and I do think that um, we're seeing yeah. The hook is coming out quicker and a lot more often. Um, and I think the, you know, the money that is in this, in the sport now compared to years ago um, has now made it, uh, you know, more relevant. Um, and, and, and uh, universities are wanting return. And, and for the most part, return is, you know, it's wins and losses and NCAA tournaments and things like that. Yeah. Well, I think if you're no in the doubt. Power Five right now, Power Five, you have to be making the NCAA tournament. Is that a fair statement? 
doesn't matter which of the 65 schools you're at. I mean, I that's, mean yeah. that's, a, that's a funny thing, though, Brian. Like, I, I hear, you know, I hear all these people talking about, you know, well, we're, we want to be a championship team and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, even in your conference, how many teams can be championship teams? Somebody's got to lose. You know, someone's going to lose. You know, yeah. okay, yeah. Power Five. Well, there's 33, there's 33 at-large bids. That means half the Power Five didn't get one. You know, yeah. so um, I, I think it's okay for, for that to be a, a standard or, or for you to be asked to be there. But I think you have to ha- also have to realize that people aren't going to make it. This, this is going to happen. And, and and it is so cyclical. You know, it, it is cyclical. If we if we look at some of these teams, you talked about Purdue, or who was a very good team uh, a couple of years ago. You, you look at Kansas, who's had some very good years. But, you know, it, it does become cyclical. Well, I think the two things for me is is um, these leagues are getting bigger. It's making it harder. I mean, the, the SEC is going to get harder to win. The Big Ten is going to get harder to win. The ACC is going to be harder to win. So, you know, before maybe it was 12 teams. Now it's 14 teams. Now it's 16 teams. Now mm-hmm. the ACC is about 17 teams. Mm-hmm. So there's only one champion, right? And the SEC did away with divisions. The ADs didn't want divisions. So you think about it, you win the West Division, that's a trophy. That's something that, you know, probably extends your contract. Now there's just one, one trophy, right? Or two, I guess, if you count the, the tournament. Um, and then same thing, like I agree, Brian, like what is it? Is it one every four years? Is it two every four years? Like what is the – and it obviously switches from school to school, but, I mean, it's not easy, and it's it's not getting any easier, that's for sure, as you continue to have these mid-major teams creep in there and steal, steal bids um fair enough like they're doing a good job but all right let's get on to it um so we're going to get into the ncaa again for those listeners we have that maybe aren't as astute on how this is like i said to you these are going to be um just our four opinions we don't have any connection to the committee you know my time is over i can give you some some opinions on maybe how it goes in there but at the end of the day this year i don't have any idea uh, we're just going on what we're seeing from number-wise, what we're seeing for results, what our opinions are. So please don't take it to any heart, and we are not trying to um, uh, it, it, we are not trying to insult anyone or any team. We're just basing this off of numbers and what we see and what we think. So, but what I want to do set up first is the criteria. So you're in the room. What is the what is the committee um, what is the committee uh, tasked with? And what is the things they are looking at that are important to them based on what the NCA has given them as rules? So I have it pulled up. The primary criteria are these. Number one, results of the adjusted RPI index report. Okay, so that's that's one. These are all, none of these are more important than the other. Results versus common opponents and head-to-head competition. Those are the three most important pieces to um, the primary uh, criteria for selection. Secondary criteria is um, results versus teams already selected to participate in the field, including automatic qualifiers with an RPI from 1 to 75. Late season performance defined as the last eight games, including conference tournament and strength of schedule. And then they kind of go from there. But if you think about it, strength of schedule is part of the RPI, which is a big part to this. That that is that is I have seen player teams get in and get out based on their strength of schedule. And the committee always looks at 
okay, how, how hard did you, um, how hard did you work at it? So one of the things we're going to do is we are going to look at who we think is the top eight teams, uh, one through eight from our group. We are also going to look at who is going to be in the top 32. In other words, who's going to be 32, 32, who's going to be 32, who's going to be 33 really is what we want to talk about. And by that meaning, that's a huge number because if you're 32, you're getting the host. If you're 33, you're not. Um, and, and that 32 is, is uh, an important number. They're, they're seeding 32 teams. And then last but not least, um, and maybe we'll start with this, is who's in and who's out. So the last four in and the last four out. So, Chris, you being the, uh, you know, you being the guest this week, um, how do you want to start? Which one of those things do you want to start with? Top eight. Top eight. Okay. Top eight. So, I'm not quite sure the best way to do this. Maybe we go, I've got the RPI pulled up. Maybe we go at one and it's going down. Everybody agrees they're one, they're whatever. Or if we have a, somebody disagrees, then we, we start there and, and have a conversation. So right now, current today, and obviously there's games today. We are recru- we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. There are games starting here shortly in the SEC and in the ACC, Robbie, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, um, and then, so semifinal days, kind of all over today. All over um, so, so first, first RPI number one right now as it stands is the BYU Cougars. Anybody want to argue they are not a number one seed? Not number one overall, or a number one, uh, one of the four number ones. Number the one of the four number ones. Uh, yeah, they're one. They're one of the four number ones. Yes. Okay. All right. yep. Penn State. Is number two. Are they one of the no- number one overalls? Yes. Brian? Yes. Yep. Church I'm, not, I'm not sure. I, I that's my questionable in the in the four. I'm not sure Penn State is one of the no, because I think Florida State, a UCLA, a UCLA are the other ones, but I just don't know. I don't know if Bram so Bram is semifinals and finals. Harvard and Princeton is, I think. Okay, well, let's do this. Let's do this. We'll get back to Penn State. Okay, so let's just do this. Florida State, everybody agree with zone number one? Yeah. Yes. And UCLA, number one? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the question then really becomes Penn State and who would be next, right? So you're saying, Churchy, you think Brown could be there? They, I think they're the closest one. To being there, but I don't know. I I think maybe they, looking at they have a lo- State, Yep, go ahead. They, they are yeah, sorry. They are eleven, one and two. They have a loss of thirty six, a tie with thirteen, a tie with sixty three. Their best win is twenty five. Um, they have in the top fifty. They only have that one win at twenty five, which is Columbia, and they play Columbia again. They have yet to play. Oh no, and they beat Harvard. Sorry, fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, hard. Um, so two wins. So then, if you go back and look at Penn State, you got Penn State pulled up there, Brian, or no? I do. If you'd like me to. Yeah, I'm going just trying to get back to it. I'll tell you what they got. Penn State has a tie with number ten North Carolina. They got a win over forty nine forty one, a win over number twelve Princeton, a win at Rutgers thirty two, a draw with thirty nine, another win over twenty six and twenty eight Michigan State and Ohio State. 
went over 37. Not close. <laughs> hey, uh, Rob, Robbie, if you're going to make grandioso statements, come <laughs> on. What the hell are you talking about? Well, <laughs> I agree. I agree when you go over, when you go all those numbers. But if you yeah. put Brown, Brown has two opportunities with Columbia and they have another one with Harvard. But even with those two wins, they're not going to go. They're not going to no, pass no. Penn State. So I think I think so. We're we're pretty comfortable here. BYU, Penn State, Florida State, UCLA. I'm ready to make the argument that that Brown isn't a number two. Yeah, I know that's where I was headed. <laughs> All right, here we go. Brown. The next. Well, we'll do it this way. Next four: Brown, Texas Tech, Stanford, Notre Dame is eight. Arkansas, 9, North Carolina, 10, Clemson, 11. Yeah. And we want to go all the way to Princeton or no? So in I that don't. group, in that group, pick your next four, Brian. Oof. Um, you know, the, the, I don't know. The furthest down the list for me is North Carolina as a two seed, just yeah. on strength of schedule. Yeah. You know, I know they have the ton of draws. But I would, put North Carolina, I would put North Carolina in for in in front of Brown in that group would be the first. Bud. Well, who would, would be your take. four? Give me give me your four. Let's do it that way. Okay, hold on. You know, and the, the thing with this is, everyone when you listen to those criteria, and those criteria are the same for seeding. The uh, all of the criteria play into the RPI. That's why the RPI is. So the math of the RPI is right. all of the other criteria. So right. it's why everything always ends up being so close to the RPI. But for me, I would take North Carolina, Stanford, Notre Dame, and I jump, I would jump tech probably as well with Arkansas as the twos. But Chris, I think it's really saying different. Yeah, I, I, I would say, uh, yeah, Stanford, Notre Dame, for sure. Uh, Arkansas, yes. Uh, I don't know that, and, and this may be just from watching more than just results, but I don't know that I wouldn't put Clemson in front of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Clemson's uh, a tricky one with the results. Sorry, go ahead, Chris, finish your thought there. Sorry. Yeah, so, so I'd say Stanford, Notre Dame, Arkansas, Clemson. Yeah, I, I like Clemson, but they're a little they're a little little bit weak. Um, if they beat Notre Dame, is that tonight? Yeah, yeah. they beat Notre Dame tonight. Then I think it's easy. But you you go to Clemson fourteen two and three, loss at three, a loss at eight is great. Tied with thirty four, brilliant. But then the win they're not the only issue I have with Clemson. If I was in the room, would be their non conference was pretty weak. Um, compared to, and I, and I, I think I have him in my four too, but I have him as eight, but I think if you look at, you know, you read these, none of the, I mean, South Carolina, obviously, but they're 34. It's not a great South Carolina team, comparably speaking to a top 10 South Carolina team, Gardner Webb, Utah Valley, Utah, Furman, Western Carolina, Arkansas, Georgia is their non-conference compared to that's not bad. All right. Compared to, let's compare this, my friend. Um, the heck are they? Stand by. You looking for North Carolina? I was going to pull up Notre. Yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina is this is their non-conference: Penn State, Cal, Wisconsin, Southern Cal, Gardner Webb, Arkansas, South Carolina, Alabama. Stronger. 
stronger for sure. But yes. eight eight ties, right? Eight ties for Carolina. But hold, hold on, hold on. And I and I hate to say this about Carolina because people are going to think this really wrong. But this is where the numbers are really doesn't work. Look at the eye test. Look at look at what are their last ten results? What are yep. their last ten results with it? Well, to? well, hold on. The committee, it's the last eight. So let's just go to the last okay. eight. One, two, three, the four, the five, last six. eight results. What All right. So they beat they beat Miami, tied Duke, tied Wake, tied Notre Dame, beat Syracuse. So they beat two of the weaker teams in the league. Tied Boston College, lost to Pittsburgh. Lost to Pittsburgh at home for their first game. So this is where the numbers don't work. They just they don't work in a seeding of the last eight games to put North Carolina in the number two seed. Three. I agree. I, I, agree. I agree. I mean, I think that's a I think that's a really good point. But every year when I look at the committee and I see the rationale and the things they do on, on almost all of the criteria, but there's always glaring omissions when it comes to the last eight. And there's been teams get in the tournament who haven't won a game in their last eight. Yes. You know, the, yeah, no, that, I mean, it's a second, at the end of the secondary, they're going to look at it and say, okay, North Carolina has the, they got to have the number one strength of schedule or one of the top yeah. two or three, right? That, but eight, eight ties means there were eight games they did not win. Eight. Right. right? right. I mean, and again, you could go, okay, they won four, they lost four. But there's still eight that they didn't win. And I think um, they and, get credit. I think they get credit yes. for that schedule. They got to give them you got to give them credit playing that schedule. But then if you compare them to Clemson, Clemson's one of the most consistent teams from opening kick all the way through to they play tonight. They have they have been so consistent uh in every single game and you yeah. know have had, had yeah. a fantastic season. I like Clemson. I just in watching them, you know, watching yeah. them play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're I think they're good enough to be in that final eight. Yeah. So, and just so the listeners understand, the top eight is so important because you get to host the first round and the second round. So the four teams go there. So you leave if you can win. You leave going into the lead eight. Um, so that top eight is really, really important. So okay. So our is it a consensus? BYU, Penn State, Florida State, UCLA, number one. Number twos are Stanford, Notre Dame, Arkansas, Clemson. That is the College Soccer Nation top eight. It is. Yep. Good. Okay. That's fair. All right. Love it. All right. Now, at the end, we're going to go through, pick it, and give you the champion, but we're going to keep going on the bracket at this point. So, let's move down a few a few uh, spots to this 32 spot. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, just to be interesting, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you names and you okay. tell me if they're in the top 32. Okay? So, we're going to start at 25 Columbia. Top 32. No, no, no. Okay. Michigan state. So right now we're down to 33. So we can go to 33 really if we're doing just numbers, but Michigan state top yes. 32. Yep. Yes. Southern Cal 27. Yes. Ohio state 28. Yes. Yes. Really? Richie doesn't have them. Richie doesn't like no. them. No. <laughs> Tennis. Don't Tennessee. say that. I'm playing them in the future. Hey, we'll <laughs> that, uh, yeah, don't sorry. That, don't say I don't like my them. Bad. Okay? My, bad, my bad. My bad. Tennessee, 29. No. Oof. Um, I, 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 I lean towards no. 
except that I'm not sure there's another one on the other side that I want to put in instead yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah. right now we got three, if you're not counting Ohio State. Texas. Yes. Yes, this week. Yes. This They're week. 30. Santa Clara, 31. Take that name off it. I don't think so. No. no. Nope. That's four. Okay. Rutgers, 32. Yeah. Yes, because someone's got to be in the top thirty-two. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did. They they've got they've got some stuff. They've got some wins. They they look pretty good. Okay. Where, so where, where is Iowa in this? Like Mac, 40, yeah, I was way down in the forties. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have my. All right. So here you go. Next question. So now that's Rutgers thirty-two. So we've got four out from twenty-five that we got to put in. So you need to add four of these teams to the top 32. 33, Arizona State. Yeah, I think you could do that. Yeah. South Carolina, 34. I think you could do that. Yeah. Gonzaga, 35. Now you got to go back to Tennessee if you're if you're asking me. Gonzaga or Tennessee is the question, right? Yeah, Gonzaga, Providence, Indiana. Indiana. Tennessee goes before all those teams. Okay. So now we just got one spot. So right, we added in we added in uh Arizona State, South Carolina, and Tennessee. And and so who did we take out? Columbia. We took out Columbia, Ohio State. Are we is it, is that only a Robbie Church? Ohio State out. Brian, you got him in. Chris, you got him in. Uh, no, I got him in. What's Ohio State? If anybody has that up there, how did they do against got Michigan and Indiana? Yeah, Michigan they beat four one. Indiana they beat two one. Yeah, I think Ohio State is in there. Okay. So sorry, Churchy. We're <laughs> we're uh, we are. Uh, <laughs> We he are plays. Going above he's, he's good with it. He's got to play him. Yeah, you should be good with that. All you right. Know, so, how far down yeah. are you willing to go as an RPI guy who's been on the committee, Matt? Although there's only been the one time teams receded one three thirty two, right? Or the the COVID tournament was a pure one to sixty four tournament, and it was awesome. But yeah, it was one to forty. So this one to thirty two is a big deal. But um, how far do you think they could go down? Because you, you get down to like AM, you're looking at three or four top 50 wins, finished six, seven spots out of Tennessee in the SEC. Six or seven spots? What are you talking about? Well, where did, where, where did Tennessee finish? I don't even actually know. Tennessee, Tennessee finished fourth or fifth. Oh, I thought finished. oh really? I didn't know that. So, well, uh, oh, no, no. Tennessee finished eighth. Tennessee eight? finished. Eight, right? And where's where's A and M? Auburn, A and M finished third. No, no, A and M finished sixth. A and M finished sixth. Tennessee finished eighth or ninth. Yeah, that's what I think too. Tennessee, since A and M sixth, Tennessee ninth, nine, and A and M's in the semifinals, and uh, Tennessee's out. Tennessee's wins, but we have since, to base it. We have to base it on today. We can't base it on semifinals. I, what they're going to do? Well, I know. Hey, I'm just saying recent form. Tennessee's wins since September 10th are 
87 and 116 and 77. That's yeah, there, there, September there 10th. Yeah, their RPI doesn't make sense in my. It opinion. doesn't make any sense, and when and when they're in the room, they're going to go under a little. A and M said September tenth has beaten 21, 20, 29, and thirty four. Sounds like A and M to me. Yeah, but but that's but hold on. to get to A and M, you have to jump Indiana, Pepperdine, and Michigan. Well, I know, but I don't think Indiana, Pepperdine, and Michigan have that many results. Pepperdine, you know, by nature of the conference. Can't Indiana? I think is in the ballpark. I agree. I think. Yep. Yep. Oh, what a surprise! He agrees because it's Irwin. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he pipes up when it's Irwin. They, Rutgers. I I they have up. a win. They have a win against Rutgers. Hold on. They they are their wins are they got a tie with twenty nine, win at thirty two, loss at twenty eight, tie with eighty one is not good, tie with twenty six, win at thirty nine, win at one seventy. Three forty. That's, that's not a top thirty-two. I don't think. If Tennessee's there, it is. Well, the, but you, you got to remember the RPI is different. The IP, RPI is different. They tied Tennessee twenty-nine. They tied them. They have a head-to-head. But again, you you can say that, but you have to put into consideration the RPI. And what we don't know is what is the strength of schedule. And I'm not taking the shots out of out of Indiana. I'm just saying. No, 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 Michigan is Michigan no, is thirty. Michigan is thirty. Or sorry, Tennessee is thirty and Indiana is thirty six. Yeah, thirty seven. That's thirty seven. Twenty nine and thirty seven. But that's oh, yeah. you know, that's the problem again. Here's the problem again. We talked about North Carolina, it could be the same thing, Tennessee. You know, look at the results. I mean, is that an NCAA team with those results the last, you know, since September that Brian ran off? I know. I mean, it 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 I mean, how does that I mean, again, we play Tennessee next year, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I hope somebody burns this damn tape over here on this one. <laughs> but, but again, I think, you know, it's it would be like us getting it. It's like those aren't results at the end of the year. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it is. So let's do it this way. Your last your last two in, Chris, are who for 32? Uh, last two in the 32 uh, are – uh, Arizona State and South Carolina. That's yeah. taking out Columbia. Who was the other one we took out? Santa Clara. South Alabama is 24. Uh, what about South Al? Uh, are we leaving them in the – Oh, in we the... didn't go up that. Yeah, sorry. I didn't go up that high. They're 1603. Yeah, you could probably take out. those guys out. Yeah. I'd take those two out. I'd leave Tennessee in and add those two, the other two. Okay. Brian, anything you want to add? Or Churchy, you disagree, agree, want to add, take out? I would I would take out South Alabama, Columbia, geez, probably Tennessee and Santa Clara. And I would go Arizona State, South Carolina, Indiana, A&M. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm close with Brian. Um, mine would be Arizona Indiana and and A and M on those numbers that I would add. Okay, I think we're right on it. I think we're right on it. Okay, so well, here's I, a coach's question in this though. Before we go on to this, yeah. Chris, Robbie, Matt, would you guys rather be thirty-two, who's lined up in the second round to play Florida State, BYU, 
you know, one of the number ones, um, UCLA, where in all likelihood, that's all she wrote. Or would you rather take your regional chances, be in the back 32, get your chance with, I don't know, Texas Tech or, you know, someone else who's going to be high. You yeah. could get, well, let's use, for example, we're talking about Brown a lot. Would you rather, you know, take your chances who you play in the first round, end up with Brown and get a chance to, you know, steal those team seed if uh, an A&M or somebody can get that matchup instead of the, I mean, playing a one seed is so much more difficult than a two or three in most cases. Yeah. And I think this year, I think this year, especially, I really would look at this group and say, I think there's some separate, in my opinion, the separations there. And, and obviously we would love to play those. You would love to play those two, two seats. Yeah. yeah. Avoid the ones, whatever you got to do, avoid the ones. Avoid the ones, yeah. avoid the ones. I agree Wrong with that. So for the yeah. four schools we're moving out, you're welcome. We're giving you the best chance to make a deep run. <laughs> uh, don't be mad. Be happy. Hope the NCAA yeah. thinks the same. You don't get the host, but you got a chance of winning. Exactly. All right. Um, so the way I figured it, Chris, and I would like to – I had it at 10. So, again, for the people that don't understand, there are 31 automat automatic qualifiers. So the winner of the Big 12, the winner of a uh, Big 12 tournament, SEC tournament, the winner of the SOCON tournament, the winner of the SWAC tournament, so on and so forth. So all of the conference tournament champions, and then if they don't have a conference tournament, the regular season champion gets for each conference gets an at-large, or sorry, an automatic qualifying bid. So that's 31 teams, okay? Um, and then you have 33, the tournament is 64 teams. You have 33 at-largest, which means the next best 33 teams make the tournament. So as I go through this, as you go down from 1 to 33, um, I took out 10. So the number, if you went pure RPI, would, meaning I took out, for example, BYU, if they were to win the Big 12, they would be that would be their automatic qualifier. Okay, so the number, if you went straight RPI, the number 33 plus 10 would be 43, right? 43, yes. 43 would be the last number in if it was um, – if it was just straight RPI. So this is where it gets really, really, really interesting, in my opinion, is who are the last four that will get in and who will be the last four left out. So the NCAA can go up to as high as they want, but typically they look at the top 60. You don't really – past 60, you really don't have a, a legitimate chance. Even in the high 50s, it's hard. There was a time years ago – the highest to ever get in was 57, which was Texas A&M. I will tell you last year, 55, Nebraska was the last team in, and they got really, really close, really close. And I think it ended up going with Vanderbilt, who was 49, and they were 55, something like that. But anyway, so that's where we are. So from a, from a four-person committee here, we can look all the way to 60. I think it makes sense. 60 is Ole Miss. 61 is Kentucky. I don't think those guys are in, um, but if we go back up, 43 is UConn, 44 is Iowa, 45 is LSU, so on and so forth. But where do you want to start? You want to start at, are you comfortable? Let's do it this way. Let's start at 33. Are you comfortable with these guys in? Okay, so we're saying, are you comfortable with South Alabama in if they don't win their tournament? Ooh, Ooh uh, no. No, no, but they're in your, I mean, 
Right yeah, now they're in. That'd be a bid stealer yeah. right there. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Now, okay. It's a little tricky because it's James Madison they play. Yeah. In the you know, he's 54 themselves. So and we're not gonna not gonna fall numerically as far as you normally would lose in the Sunbelt final. They're but, you guys are crazy. They're getting in unless they go down in the 40s, they're getting in at they 24. Yeah, they won't fall if they lose to James Madison. Right. They won't they so won't anyway, fall. but let's Let's do this because we don't want to foreshadow what the this is. Yes. Yeah. Well, answer so, this question for me real quick, Matt, because their numbers are all right. But when you're sitting in that committee, how how much credit does South Alabama get for a win over 42 Lamar? You know what I mean? I'm, and it's a serious yeah. question. Yeah. Like you know, the it's, number it's, on Lamar is 42. And I think the first people will tell you that Lamar is not really going to finish in the top 50 if, you know, if, the RPI they is in the RPI. Yeah. Yeah. They'd have a hard time winning a game in the SEC. Well, the issue you have is there are two coaches on the committee and there are eight administrators, and the administrators will lean towards the RPI. But anyway, mm -hmm. I digress. Let's go through this. Okay. So the answer to your question is they are going to get credit for beating 42. Right, you, you, can't go, you can't go both ways. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. You know, but you do have to determine what you think of Lamar. Okay. So, we're going to do it this way. Arizona State, we already said, is in. South Carolina is in. Gonzaga, in or out? Right now, we're going to do Gonzaga, Pepperdine playing each other. They do. They played in, They play on Saturday. They I think the loser I think the loser of that, of that match is in trouble. Okay. Providence. Who... How do we feel about Providence? Do we want to hear the resume? I think yeah. that, yeah, you can hear the resume. I, I think they're in. 36 Providence. Okay. Let's keep moving. Indiana, we think's in. Pepperdine, we talked about them. Gonzaga. Michigan. Yes, in. In. Texas A&M. In. In. That's, the, that's 40. 41, UCF. In. Brian? I think we can put them in. All right. 42, Lamar. Um, no, but they're going to win their league, so they're going to get it, you know, they'll get in that way. But so we're saying no, but for not large no's. We're trying to find out how many we're going to go above right. 43. Right. So Lamar's out. UConn. No. Last one. No. So there's two. So theoretically, you only have two. Right? Um, you only have two above 42. So when you go above 42 – are, are above 43, sorry, above 43. You have Iowa's 44. Everybody likes Iowa. Didn't they, they beat, didn't they beat yeah. Michigan State didn't they, this week? Did yeah. that put them? That they Michigan did. I think there's, yeah. The first round, the eight, eight beat one in their tournament? Yes. And then you got 45 LSU. Uh, LSU's got a lot of wins against good teams. Six. Yeah, so does Iowa. Those are the two for me right off the bat. Yeah. Well, yep. then it. But that is what gets interesting is, and no offense, we got then 46, 47, 48 is Duke, Townsend, Sanford. All of those are probably out, yep. right? So yep. then you go to 49, T, C, U. What's TCU compared to USF, or UCF? How'd they do? They just lost. UCF TC, won. UCF right? just beat them, yeah, yesterday or whatever on Monday. There's your head-to-head. -head. That will really matter. Did um, 
Did they play earlier? They play earlier. That was a tournament game. No, right? they did not. No, they did not they play, play earlier. Okay. Then so it's one. really kind of simple, isn't it? Because really, after TCU, you got Milwaukee, Georgia Southern, Utah State, all the way down to 53 SMU. Now, now I think, think Colorado is worth a look. The three Colorado, for me, the I think, is one. Is TCU, one SMU, and Colorado are the ones. But okay. But who are you replacing them with? Yeah. I, honestly, I don't think, I think Colorado would be before SMU. I think SMU sitting on the bubble with TCU right there and TCU having the head to head. I think SMU is in big trouble. Um, Colorado's got a game, a game left. All right. They lose and you can't consider them. They yeah. win. They probably jump up a little bit. Colorado's got a good resume. But okay. Just, All yeah, right. You're right, Matt. Who, who do you replace? Who do you replace them? So Colorado, they have a win at 26, a loss at four, a loss at seven, and a tie at 67. Tie at 27, a win at 80, a win at 33. So two good wins. When the, they're going to have a very poor strength of schedule. They got 327, 120, 269, 200, 188, 210. I mean – Probably down not. the stretch here. Yeah. I mean, again, you have to – you can say they're in, but who are you replacing them with? Yeah. We just I went agree. through it, and there's really only two spots for above 43, I think. And those two spots are pretty clear, in yeah. my opinion. Now, again, SMU is playing, so they could bump up, right? They could – I mean, they could – they could. so when you're looking at this, right? So, again, we said South Alabama – we're, we're counting them as as an automatic, but they could. So we think they're in because they win or they're out if they lose, right? And that's just us. Columbia is in. Michigan State's in. Southern Cal's in. Ohio State's in. Tennessee's in. Texas, Santa Clara, Rutgers, Arizona State. There's your 33. Now the next 10, South Carolina in. Gonzaga, we said Gonzaga, Pepperdine could get one more, maybe. Right? right? Just depending on what their number goes. But, I mean, Gonzaga's 35. And Providence is 36. Or, or sorry, Pepperdine's 38. Indiana, we say is in. Michigan is in. AM is in. Now you're at 41, 42. UCF we're saying is in. And UCF's done playing. Lamar is one that we're saying is not in. UConn is not in. It's only two spots. And the next two are Iowa and LSU. So, yep. we're so maybe we're maybe you have a third one. You might have a third one if if uh if uh Gonzaga or Pepperdine drop below, right? What? So if you have a third one, the third one is probably TCU. Yep. I think it's That's TCU over Colorado on non-conference strength of schedule. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? There's a massive difference in those two in non-conference yes. yeah. strength of schedule. I don't see Colorado getting there. I, I don't. Even They're playing – who are they playing? Utah? Who are they playing? Yeah, Utah, Utah. who's 85. Right. That ain't helping them at all. No. They're not. They're, they'll be lucky to move to fifty-five. What? I don't think they can get there. What is LSU's? But can you tell me what is LSU's? Wins? Yeah, their their we, record we, is we impressive. Throw them in there, you. But yeah, is, okay. You all right? I'm going to tell you. I've been arguing this with Chris earlier. LSU. Okay, you ready? They are. Um, lost to seventy-six is a bad loss. Um, then you got loss at twenty-three. You got a win at uh, 30. You got a tie at 38. You have a win at 18. You have a win at 21. You have a win at 29. 
You have a tie at nine. You have a tie at 40, a tie at 61. The worst no. loss is 76. I mean, there's no six point. results. That's six. They're in. They're in. Yeah. 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 They're in. They're, yeah, they're, they're in in front of the teams that we've talked about. Yeah. Yes. They are. I don't think there's. Yeah. Yeah. They're in no danger at all of not getting in. And we, we just throw all their numbers. Yeah. We threw Iowa in there. What was there? Yeah. If you could, because oh, they got a lot of good ones. They're similar. It's very similar. Yeah. Iowa is. Sorry. Okay. Iowa is. Lost, uh, went over 21. Oh, we did this, didn't we? Brian did this. Loss at 23. Uh, win at 32. Tie at 39. Win at 26. And they play Penn State tonight. So they've got three or four, too. You know, and the old adage is you want two, you want two top 50 results. Yes. And, it's, and, and no bad losses. And that's a big one. And, you know, they're 10, 4, and 4. Their losses are... 23, 19, 70, and 26. What's going to give them a good shot? thing about this whole um, exercise is when you get beyond Iowa and LSU, how many, um, you know, in the 40s and 50s, how many um, of the mid-majors are in, the, in, that, in that range? I don't think that's typical. It's not typical. You know, I mean. I maybe, agree. Uh, yep. Starting in the 40s, right? Lamar, Yukon, Towson, Sanford, Milwaukee, Georgia Southern, Utah State, SMU, James Madison, Old Dominion, Liberty, ULM. That's 12. Yeah. 12 of, the, of those 20 spots are, are, aren't Power 5 teams. It's, it's interesting. What's a killer number. is Washington State's draw with Oregon. Oh, dagger. Just killed them. Just killed dagger. them. Well, how about how about Kentucky? If they yeah. don't advance in PKs, they're in this discussion. Yes. Yeah. You know, they lost the PK shootout to LSU and dropped like no, 10 they beat to, no, they beat they beat LSU. Oh, sorry. I mean they won in, in PKs. LSU yeah. stayed right where they were. Kentucky played again and ended up 13 spots lower or yeah. 14 in range. That's but, brutal. You know, and they and they lost to Georgia, right? Yeah, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they played uh, two games in a row against a team with 10. And yeah. Could've... yeah. They, they no, no, they, no, no, they, no, no, they were the team with 10. They were the team no. with 10. They one of them, and then the other one they they were. Ah, okay. The yeah. other one they had, yeah, they were against. It. All right, so. All right, so I think we I think we nailed the committee. Just listen to this podcast, and you can have a nice weekend in uh, in Indianapolis. Um, but now we get now the rubber hits the road. Now we need prediction time. Okay. Okay. So we're predicting elite eight matches games. What's the matter, Robbie? No, Robbie seems frustrated with me. Elite eight matches games, and then. Final four, and then your champion. Elite right? matchups? Elite eight no, matchups? No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Just who you – we have – are we saying the final four is who you – we've got the final four, right? So let's just pick the final four. If everybody's saying the top four seeds are making it. Does anybody think the top no, four – No, no, you can pick whoever you want in the final four. Okay, yeah. yeah. Pick anybody you want in the final four. 
and you say, okay, these are my two, these are my final four. This is my final four. This is who my semis are. This is my final. Yeah. Good with that? Good. Anybody want to go first? I will. To reveal their top, their final four. Okay, Chris? The two semifinal matchups will be Florida State against UCLA in the de facto national championship game. Mm-hmm. And Penn State against BYU. Oh. Mm, going chalk, a little chalky. Little and chalky. we'll have a rematch of UCLA against BYU. Mm. Ooh. Um, and UCLA will win the national championship. Back Ooh. to back. But I believe, but I believe the two best teams are Florida State and UCLA. Okay. Brian, you ready for this? Sure. I mean, it's really hard without the bracket, obviously, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna qualify this one. I'm gonna work backwards. Okay. I'm gonna say, committee, please, please watch a game or two or listen to the coaches when you do the one, two, three, four, so that Florida State and UCLA can play in the final. Because for me, those are the two best teams by miles this year. Um, but so the qualifier on Penn State BYU for me is where do Stanford and Carolina end up in the bracket? Because if Stanford is with BYU or Penn State, I'm taking Stanford into the final four. And if Carolina's in with BYU or Penn State, I'll take North Carolina. So my without knowing the bracket, where the two where the twos and threes fall, I'm gonna take UCLA, Florida State in the final. One of them beats North Carolina. The other one beats Stanford in a semi. And UCLA is your national championship winner in Marguerite, we trust. <laughs> Churchy? Oh, you guys. You guys are just going with the, all the top eight over here. There's going to be upsets. There's going to be upsets this year. And there's going to be two new teams in the final four. Um, and in the two that I agree wholeheartedly with is Florida State and UCLA, okay? And and I'll have them play in the first game. But the other two in the Final Four is going to be BYU. And, Eddie, don't let me – don't make me look bad, the Clemson Tigers, okay, Eddie? Make sure the Clemson Tigers. And I have a national championship game of Florida State and BYU, and I have a national champion – sorry, Brian – national champion of BYU. Wow. 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 Okay. Hey, somebody's got to go out on a limb in this group. Yeah, I like it. I, like somebody, it. I mean, somebody's got to go out on yeah. a limb to be a little different with this group. And I, I'm i good with that. I'm good with BYU. Well, as my good buddy Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> I have a little different, too. I'm going to say the first semifinal is a rematch of BYU and UCLA, and UCLA wins the game, makes the final again. The other side is also a rematch from Elite Eight game last year is Florida State versus the Fighting Kobe Hales Arkansas Razorbacks. Oh. Florida State (laughs) beats them, and the final is UCLA, Florida State, and I'm –
<laughs> Florida State national champions. That's who I got. Now, they knock off you today because don't forget, um, Skip Bertman said he wishes all of his friends to win a national championship and all of his enemies to have to try and repeat. Repeat's really <laughs> hard. I don't think UCLA's got it in them. I'm going with the Florida State Seminoles. Brian Penske wins the national championship. That's so a, we have four different ones. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good pick, though, too, with with Florida State. But I am going with my pick because I remember you three last year, who your final four were, and who your national. Some of you, who your national. <laughs> all, all three of us. <laughs> I am going in the opposite direction of you three clowns of picking. From last year, okay? That's all I have to say. Uh, well, like you know, I, I think our pick was right, but I think I, I think the coach of that team let us down is what happened. Yeah, exactly. The players sure. were there. The players were there. All right, so hold on. Um, real quick, uh, Brian has UCLA. Correct. Chris has UCLA. Yes. Robbie has BYU, and Matt has Florida State. Correct. Yeah, love it. All right. Um, I, when I, I do I, have one question. When you yeah. when you said Arkansas, Robbie let out a groan. I think it was. <laughs> and I'm just trying to figure out what that sound was that he made. No, 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 no. It was it was a dog. I have a dog in here. It made a noise, and I was trying to. See, <laughs> I was trying to see that. He, he kicked the dog. He kicked, kicked the dog. The dog. It sounded like Big Suey or something. I think that noise. But I do want to say last thing before we leave. Okay, I have a we're dark. Not, we're not. We're not leaving. We got plenty more to do. Here. I have There's a dark. Be games coming. My dark horse for the final eight is Nebraska. Okay. Okay. Yes. That, yes. that is. I think yes. we all should have a dark horse over there. My my dark horse for the final eight is Nebraska. I'm with you. I'll take that same dark horse. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you I know, we know the. Oh, go ahead. I was just no, say the player, you know, she has top 25 top. goals. I know. The, I mean, she's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, they they are, they're tough. They they don't, I would, I would not want to see them in my bracket. If I'm one of those number four, one of the top teams, you do not want to see Nebraska in your bracket, I promise. So, okay. Well, let's go. That's don't good. Pick a dark horse then? Yeah, you can take a dark lead eight dark horse. Go ahead. Harvard. Yeah. Ooh. Don't see it. Okay, well, it's my dark horse, not yours. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right? Uh, where are we calling it a dark horse? Because if it can be close by a team who's never made it, I like Clemson and Eddie, but someone had them in the final right, four. That, that, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count? Nope. Uh, I'm going to go with a super dark horse. We'll be on the road maybe in the first round, the Memphis Tigers. Oh, that's a Okay, like it. Um, all right, well, it's that time of the show where everybody loves Robbie's big games. Here we and, go, Robbie, take it away. Okay, we have big games all over. Every game is a big game from now on. So I'm just going to pick and choose a few of them are bigger games here. ACC semifinal, Florida State, Pittsburgh, AAC semifinals, Memphis, Charlotte. How about Charlotte beating East Carolina 5 nothing yeah. last night? What? what I didn't see that? that one, Churchy. I did not see that one coming. Yeah. Um, ACC semis, Notre Dame, Clemson. Big Ten semis. I like this one. Wisconsin, Nebraska. 
Going to be a that really good game. SEC semis, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Big East semis, Providence, Xavier, Georgetown, Connecticut, and both sides. Again, a uh, American East semis, Vermont and Maine. The Black Bears are still playing. Black still Bears, playing. let's yeah. go. Atlantic Sun semis, North Alabama, uh, Lipscomb. The AAC semis, Patrick Baker, Florida, uh, Florida Atlantic playing SMU and Nicole. ACC, SEC semis, Georgia, Texas A&M. We've already talked about how important that game will be. Um, Horizon Sun semis, Robert Morris, who's had a great year playing Wisconsin-Milwaukee. And the last uh, semi of the day has to be the uh, MEAC semis with it, too, is Ryder playing, you know who, America, <laughs> America's yeah. favorite team, Matt. Quinnipiac, baby. Quinnipiac, baby. Yeah. There they are in the semis. We're still rolling. Uh, going to Friday, we go to SEC time, as we talked about. Uh, big Crosstown Derby here. Derby with its Southern Cal, UCLA, California, Stanford. Does anything else need to be said for for uh, Fridays? Also, uh, the Ivy League Tournament semis, Columbia Brown. We talked about a big game and a huge game is Princeton and Harvard with those. Four games on Saturday, two really good, important WCC games, Gonzaga and Pepperdine. Loser may be out. We already have, have discussed with it. Santa Clara, Portland, if there's any chance there. There's a couple of championship games. Mountain West final is Colorado State in, in Utah State for the championship in the Mountain West. And the Big 12 championship game will be Texas. And what a week Texas has had. huh? What a week Texas has had playing BYU. Sunday is all championship games. Um, a lot of ones to be determined, ACC championship, SEC championship, Big Ten championship, um, Brian Lee, future commissioner, Southern Conference championship. It was also be held. Will be who Who else? The picker? And picker. Carolina. So we knew we had to get them into Quinnipiac and the picker has to always be in there every week. <laughs> Those are the big games of the week. Fantastic. Nice, Churchy. Nice. Nobody went to the bathroom. Nobody got a drink. Nobody did it. You all stayed and listened. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, um, as you were reading through that, just mention what a fantastic season James Armstrong has had, right? At at Mississippi State. And what a good job he's done there. I mean, he's taken a a program that's easy to recruit to. (laughs) And and they've done quite well. They have. Absolutely. Huge. And, and let me just say, I, I know I shouldn't say this on the pod publicly, but Alabama's penalties. Ooh. Did anybody watch them? Oh, it was bad. a struggle. It was, it for was a bad. team that is as technically good as they are. Yeah. It just, I don't know, the mojo was off because ooh, yeah, they, they were, were bad. They struggled. They, were bad. I mean, they, I they, they didn't even hit them hard. No. And, well, <laughs> the one they hit, the one she hit over, Yeah, I mean, that, that ball landed in the ocean yeah. in Pensacola. Anyway, yeah. all right. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, we got upsets of the week. Upsets of the week. Who wants to go? I'll go first. I always like going first. I get mine out there. I got two. We can have well, I'm gonna have one, then we'll go around. If someone doesn't say, it, I'll give my second one. But my first upset is Gonzaga over Santa Clara in a must win game. Gonzaga beats Santa Clara and then turn around with another upset and ties LMU. So Gonzaga's on both sides of the upsets. 
The one yeah. for winning against Santa Clara and the one for tying against LMU. So I got Gonzaga on both sides. Uh, who wants to go? I'll go. I'll go. Gotcha. I've already mentioned it earlier, and I think it's going to, it got them in as one of the two teams we were comparing everybody else to, and that's Iowa. And I think Iowa's 2 1 upset over the regular season champions of the Big Ten, Michigan State Spartans. Um, I think was a was a huge, huge win for them. I'm going to stop you right there for a minute, Churchill. You know, it's interesting, right? He's done an unbelievable job at Michigan State. Oh and gosh. James has been an unbelievable job at Mississippi State. And I think yeah. those two teams are two teams that have struggled forever. And I think you look at Brian when he went into LSU. People say these jobs are dead-end jobs and there's no chance and whatever. And there's some examples of guys that have taken programs and turned them around. And there's two of them right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly like Brian did years ago. Like any job can happen if you go in and work and do the right things and and get the right players. So um, kudos to, you know, we're talking about Michigan State now as being an upset because they obviously won the league and they've done unbelievable. Jeff's done an unbelievable job. All right. Sorry. Side note. Go ahead, Chris. Upset of the week. I'm going to go with the one uh, that that did change this the math on this whole RPI, and that's the Oregon State tie with Washington State. Um mm. Washington Oregon, State. Oregon, 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 State. Oregon, Oregon, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, and Oregon who's struggled all year long, and they get they get a big, big result against against Washington State, and just basically tanks Washington State. Yeah, it's sad almost. All right, Brian. Uh, I mind one of the most intriguing leagues to me this year has been the Patriot League. Really close race to the finish. Four teams could have won the league on the last day. But one of the teams that couldn't have won the league on the last day, my son goes to Colgate, plays tennis, is friends with some of the players, is uh, the Colgate Raiders. They went down to Loyola, Maryland, come in a maybe three, four-win season, and beat 11-win Loyola, who had a great season, unbelievable job by Malia and Kevin Dempsey, and uh, upset Loyola, Maryland 2-0 on the road, got themselves in the semifinals of the Patriot League. So isn't it the Red Raiders or are they just the Raiders now? I think they're just the Raiders. I joke with my son all the time, Red Raiders. Texas Tech's the Red Raiders, right? They are, but I thought I thought Colgate was the Red Raiders too. Yeah, I, I think they're just yeah, the Raiders. Okay. He corrects me when I say Red Raiders. I enjoy joking okay. about it. Fair enough. All right. All right. Teams of the week. Well, I'll go first. I always like going first. I'm going to take my alma mater, UCF Golden Knights. With their win, big win over TCU, that put them in the field uh, pretty comfortably, and uh, and and put TCU certainly on the bubble. It's up spot, but good win for them. UCF Golden Knights. Who wants? Aren't to they next? just the Knights? Didn't we have this discussion with Tim? Oh shit! Oh, didn't mean to curse. You <laughs> to curse on it. You're right. You're right. They're just the Knights. Delete that, Darren. Not supposed to say that. Uh, yeah, they are the Knights. God, they were Golden Knights when I was there, but now they're just the Knights. You're right. All right, who's next? Uh, I'll go. Um, okay. You're not going to like mine, Matt. I'm sorry. Okay. But I'm going to go with BYU. Um, they've scored 10 goals in their two games so far this week, and they are just – One team couldn't run, Chris. One team couldn't run. <laughs> Or maybe both teams. Both teams couldn't run. <laughs> BYU was rolling. Yeah, BYU like rolling. was rolling, and I and I expect them to roll right through the championship game uh, and into the NCAA tournament. Okay, 
Got it. Churchy? Well, I'm going to stay in the same conference, um, again, because I think they've had an unbelievable week is the University of Texas. Um, beating, you know, opening the weekend on Monday, beating West Virginia, who actually was looked like a little bit of luck came to life at the end of the year, beat them 3-1, and then obviously beating Tom Stone's Texas Tech Red Raiders, Red Raiders there, one nothing on Wednesday. And um, but I think for those, those are some nice wins in a week, in a couple of days here too. So for that, the Longhorns, the University of Texas are my team of the week. Right. I for my team of the week, it is the aforementioned James Armstrong, Mississippi State Bulldogs. Would you ever have guessed? despite advancing via the worst penalty kick shootout in the history of college women's <laughs> soccer, would you ever have guessed Mississippi State could make a semifinal of the conference tournament in the SEC? I mean, last year was their first ever win in the tournament, ever, in the history, and then this year in the semis. It's awesome. I guess no one was interested in the Bedlam win, huh? No one cared about the Bedlam win. I see. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, pay you a lot uh, of money to be on this show. Not this week. about Bedlam. Was that, that this week? This week? Heck it was. Yeah. Matt, Matt, it, it was followed by BYU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. BYU was, was fresh, Brian. 40 degrees. Hey, They're used to playing listen, 40 degrees. If, if it was team of Saturday or whatever day that was, that seems like, <laughs> hey, you'd have been right there in the running. But, did you? Fair. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Did you really think one of us was going to go with the Bedlam game? <laughs> You really believe that? Was no, I, I thought there's no chance in it, actually. No chance whatsoever. All right. That's it, I think, for the show. We got anything else, boys? Questions, problems, issues? That's it. Good luck to oh. people playing. Have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Good we're luck not playing. Games on tonight. We're not we're, we're not, watching. We're, not playing. we're all watching. We're watching. None of us are we're playing. Watching. We're all watching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. We're um, living through you good, guys. Certainly. Good luck to the committee. It's not an easy job. It's long days where they really – they do a good job of really dissecting every one of these teams. They'll get the right 64. There's no doubt about it. Um, so, good luck to them. We'll see how we did. Next week we'll talk about how we did because it will be uh, – the the bracket will be out. We can discuss the matchups. Maybe we'll try and get the chairman on. But we will discuss – yeah, go ahead, Brian. I think Matt can vouch for this. If you're the last team out or close to it or you think you had a shout to get in, it's not because the committee didn't like you. That's right. Yeah. Or your school or whatever. It's pure numerics in the end. That's it. Pure. Yeah. The 100%. names are off the schools. It's numbers. So is what completely it is. numbers. There's ten people from all over the country that don't have biases. Not, that all ten of them aren't biased to the same team. Um, it is a very um, noble job, and I think these people do a great job. And I wish them luck. And I'm glad I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and not in Indianapolis, Indiana, because it's not not easy. All right, boys. Great pod. Chris, thanks for jumping on with us. Uh, Robbie, and same to you. Brian, have a great a great week in Houston. And um, College Soccer Nation is out.